Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You know you hit the big leagues when you're a guest on his show. This is The Roy Green Show. All right. Burn blue on the sea, loose and can bleed under sky, so smoke it blue-green. Doug Ford at the top of the next hour. You can send your emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. We're on Facebook as well, and there's the Roy Green Show webpage with my comments and my points of view and my posts. And uh, on Friday... I posted uh, this, waterboarding for seconds is illegal, chronic pain torture is approved. And one sentence in there is, while waterboarding for mere seconds in the stated interest of obtaining life-saving information from suspected terrorists is considered so cruel it's been defined as torture and banned, denying constantly suffering people medication, which has allowed them to live a relatively stable life, is approved. Not only is it approved, doctors who provide the chronic pain patients with the help they require to make life livable are pursued. And the word is terrified. We've used it on this program before. Rachel joins me. She is uh, in Alberta, and she writes, I have two children, and I'm unable to care for them without pain control. They, the college, don't care. Rachel, hi, and who is this college? The College of... Hi, how are you? And it's the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta. So before we bring them back into the conversation, tell me what your condition is that causes the pain. Well, I, I have comorbidities. So I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome that has passed um, in from the dormant phase where you just have um, hyperflexibility into the chronic phase where every joint in my body, from my spine to my hips to my fingers, uh, can dislocate, dislocate randomly, and the joints never heal. Um, on top of that, I stayed in a violent relationship for over a decade um, before I was able to leave, and I suffered 67 broken bones oh in that 10-year period. Wow. That's uh that that just shakes you. What what what's your level of pain without the opioids? I can't walk. I I I'm essentially useless. I just I'm unable to ambulate. If I'm able to get around it, I have to drag my lower body around the house because my spine is uh, that painful. It won't hold my legs up, um, and I just sit around and cry. I mean it. it I am not able to uh, be useful to anybody, at least of all my children. Now, your doctors have supported prescribing your opioid medication until the, you tell me, until the College of Physicians and Surgeons finds out which doctor is prescribing opioids to relieve your pain, and then what happens? And then they will call and contact my doctor and essentially threaten them uh, into saying that, I need to be reduced because the dose that I'm on is unsafe and it's not good for me. 
and uh, they don't stop. Um, my current doctor, he had one phone call with them, said, I'm happy with the medical evidence that I have. I'm going to continue prescribing uh, because not only did he have evidence from my specialists, he has my previous medical files. And on top of that, he spoke with the chronic pain center that I've been very involved with and then, you know, taking all the steps necessary there, too, to non-pharmaceutically relieve my pain. Um, they weren't happy with that. So a the head of the uh, chronic pain physicians from the Alberta College is actually out of the country right now. She took time from her vacation to call my doctor and impress upon him the necessity for me to taper. You're kidding. No. She's calling from out of the country now. To tell your doctor to taper you from the medication that's allowing you to live how? How does your life improve when you, do, when you use the medication? I'm able to take my kids on short walks. I'm able to cook. I'm able to clean. I'm able to, you know, I, I get about an hour every morning where I'm in quite extreme pain and it takes a while because I take time release medication to be the most responsible I can be. Um, so about an hour every morning. I cheer up for a bit. I'm not able to get around very well. And then after that, because I'm on time-release medication, I can be a good mother to my children and a good wife to my husband for the rest of the day. What is your, your fear going forward without the, the opioids that the College of Physicians and Surgeons, you tell me, are they're harassing your doctors and stopping them from prescribing them for you? What's your fear? My fear is is that I'm going to end up in a place where I'm going to have to make some very hard choices. Um, I do remember what life is like without pain medication, and it scares the life out of me. Um, I, I don't want my children to see me like that. I don't want my husband to see me like that, and I don't want to live like that. So at that point, I would have to make choices on whether I, I want to continue living, which is really scary with a 10 and 13 year old. I wanted people to hear you because all they hear is the other message that they want to save you from the medication that allows you to live a life. I'm not going to stop. I will continue to talk to you, Rachel, and other pain patients because the your side of the story has to be heard and understood by Canadians so that we can collectively tell them to stop this torture. Waterboarding is torture. What's happening to you is also torture. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah, and I'd like to point out, too, that they're going after patients like me that have been 100% responsible with their medication. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know, I've never done anything to indicate that I have a substance. Okay, my dear, I've got to run. I've got to run. But we'll be back in touch, okay? Yeah. All right, thank you. Thank you. Rachel in Alberta.